0: Welcome to At the Forefront, Fintech Conversations. I'm Michael Kingsley, and I'm a Senior Vice President at Forefront Communications. Today, I'm speaking with Rob Mackay, the CEO of Regnology. Rob, how are you doing? I'm good. Thanks, Michael. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for joining us today. We're really excited to have this chat. Uh, Let's jump right in. Can you tell our audience a little bit more about, uh, well, more than a little bit more, you didn't say anything yet, about what Regnology does, who you guys are, and how you facilitate regulatory compliance?
1: Sure, Michael. Um, We do three main things. We're a mid sized technology company. We've got about a thousand staff. We focus on three areas, regulatory reporting for banks and insurers. Uh, We focus on supervisory collection systems for regulators around the world. And we focus on uh, tax reporting, regulatory tax, and and, and calculation of of, uh, client tax reporting for you know, high net worth uh, customers of wealth managers and private banks. Really, the two things that drive our business or that we're really focused on are uh, financial stability and the promotion of financial stability and tax transparency, all of which is great.
0: Can you tell us a little bit? I know cloud. The cloud is absolutely central to to what you do, uh, but not just to Regnology, but to the future of regulation and compliance. Tell us a little bit about that technology and why it's so important.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a huge growth area for us. So we've been uh, well. Let's step back. So we deliver our systems um, by you know public cloud, private cloud, or on prem. Clients have a choice of deployment options at the moment. We've been delivering. Um, cloud uh, options for about 20 years or or managed service options for about 20 years Um, but really the huge growth is in public cloud at the moment I think if you look uh, across financial services whereas there were question marks maybe three or four years ago now it's broadly adopted that the vast majority of firms can consume technology through hyperscalers, and uh, we see an enormous amount of growth coming from that in the next two years.
0: Now, I know you got a big date coming up on the calendar here, which is the uh, Regnology's 30th annual RegTech Convention, uh, coming up a uh, third week or so in November, the 21st to the 23rd. And as I understand it, the, the focus is the balancing act of Reg and Tech. So can you give us a sense of why that topic? Why now? Who's coming to the conference? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah interesting. So um, we've got some, it, it, for starters, it's, it's the biggest RegTech conference there is. We've got about, we're expecting about 2,000 attendees, which is great. They'll come from regulators all around the world, from banks um, and, and, you know, other, other players in the space. And it's pretty senior folks. Um, We've got our keynote speaker is Anders Borg, who is the finance minister of uh, Sweden, he's always uh, he's always very entertaining he'll do, he'll do a great job and we've got lots of um, uh, other speakers from you know typical lineup of senior regulators and uh, and senior finance folks. We're focusing on the balancing act of, act of REG and tech. Why Why that? If you look at REG reporting, regulatory reporting, sorry, I shouldn't use lingo here. Um, <laughs> That's right. uh, you look at it, it's one of the last bastions in financial institutions of very, very large teams of people working on manual effort to get REG reports out. And the reason they do that is because regulatory reporting is not an optional exercise. And so, there's a huge amount of cost there. And I think, frankly, you know banks and insurers historically have underinvested in technology and overinvested in people in this area. Then you look at it from the perspective of regulators, they want to reduce the cost of um, regulation to the industry. And so everything we're working on is using technology to reduce the uh, overall cost for regulated financial institutions. And to streamline the workflow between uh, banks and insurers on the one hand and and their supervisors on the other hand. And we're we're the only people really in this space um, who, 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 who serve both regulated financial institutions and their regulators.
0: It's interesting you talk about how there's always going to be that cost involved now you know, your regulatory function, your compliance function, those are never going to be profit centers. But at the same time, they can be a real value add for your clients to advertise to their clients their ability to be compliant and to to meet with regulations. So how how do you, how does what you do for your clients make compliance a real selling point to their own clients, if you follow me?
1: Well, I mean, we are, we are, our solutions are broadly adopted by uh, you know, thousands of banks and insurers and regulators. So um, there is uh, at least an implicit acceptance by regulators. That if you're using Regnology solutions, you're in good hands, you're in great shape. Um, a significant proportion of regulatory data across Europe pass- and, and indeed around the world passes through our systems. So, so, so that's great to know. We're a scale player in this space. We're very. We have very close relationships, obviously, with lots of regulators around the world. Sixty or over sixty regulators use our technology to consume regulatory reports. So, so that's fantastic. To your point about um, regulatory reportings never going to be a profit center obviously right it it it, it it's it, it it's a cost and, and and actually it's a it's a very considerable cost for financial institutions who go you know who have to produce a super clean data set then um use it just for producing reports to go to regulators. Well, what's, what's great is you don't just have to re, uh, use it for that. Having produced a super clean data set, you can use it for lots of value-add services as well. So it doesn't have to be just a cost.
0: Right. So it's really that that's the efficiency play that you're talking about there too, reducing the cost, but then being able to repurpose and use what you're doing elsewhere. Um, I wonder if you could talk a little bit about this streamlining the workflow to... to the people who are the decision makers that the, the clients you work with, but the people who are actually working with the product as well, why does that strike a nerve when you talk about uh, streamlining workflow?
1: Well, again, so so our systems are used both by banks and insurers on the one side and regulators on the other side. Now, the traditional way interactions work between, say, a bank and a regulator is the bank produces a regulatory report in, in a template, or it could be a sort of granular Data they send that off to the regulator and then there's some sort of email communication back and forth and that's horribly inefficient. Um, We hear stories of you know both from banks and regulators where this communication back and forth is a huge bottleneck. Uh, We have built workflows um, between uh, the banks and Uh, and and regulators so we have uh, France is a good example of this We, we, we have a strategy called last mile first mile where we've got integration between the banks and the regulators so let's say a regulator has a question about data quality in a in some sort of regulatory filing. The communication can go attached to the data object, so it makes it much more efficient. And we've got numerous examples about this. Because we have lots of regulators and lots of banks around the world, we're building out this two-way communication, making it much more efficient. And really, the, the natural evolution of this is... European initiatives like IREF, which move from template based reporting to daily granular data. So, data at the level of individual loans and mortgages and securities and derivatives or um, um, deposits and the whole, the whole, all of the activities of the bank, say, um, being communicated through to the regulator at a granular level on a daily basis. It's not just in Europe, there's there's the Mm -hmm. IREF initiative in Europe, which is well known, but we see this happening around the world. There's big initiatives, the other side of the Atlantic, uh, your side of the Atlantic and (laughs) and in other jurisdictions. So all of these initiatives try to, uh, you know, are enabling regulators to get to a point where they Mm -hmm. can be much more responsive. They're getting more towards real-time supervision. They're getting into much more granular supervision. Um, and they're reducing the cost of regulation to the industry as well. and we're really we're really helping regulators and the industry to lead the drive on this
0: yeah and if it's 60 regulators that's quite a spectrum of uh service you're you're able right. to provide there so back to the conference a little bit um i want to talk about how how people can attend but before that just want to talk about wh- why now uh you know what is going on among those <laughs> 60 regulators and uh what's going on in the markets and the and the, the broader ecosystem that makes what you're talking about there so so pivotal right now in november of 2023
1: well- why now? Um, about, what is it, seven months ago, we had a, uh, you know, a fairly significant meltdown in the U.S. We saw Silicon Valley Bank go under a number of other banks. And and I think U.S. regulators have recognized that um, they need to up their game when it comes to daily consumption of data and granular consumption of data. Um they need to be much more focused on liquidity they need to be much more focused on capital and so we see um a lot of at least sort of uh, positive statements coming out of dc about this we've got concrete initiatives from lots of other regulators around the world with uh with dates attached to them and and that's what's driving this We're fortunate that, um, uh, you know, Regnology's business has been focused for many years around this granular data. Um, We've we've always had a a, a, getting a little bit technical here, but a single um, consumption model for data into our regulatory systems, all of which, you know, we go into much more detail, but all of which means we're very well prepared for these granular data initiatives, and we're working with quite a few regulators already on them. So, 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 why is you know because regulators want to reduce the cost um, of regulation to the industry, and they want to make sure they are in uh, in, in in much better position to supervise the industries they're looking after. That. One 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 more point on this. So, think if Please. you're let's say let's say you're the FDIC. Sitting in d c and you've got to you've got to resolve a bank over the weekend. If you have a granular daily data collection process, then that means you're always collecting every day. The data you need to resolve that bank.
0: I want to talk a little bit about what's been going on at Regnology? Five acquisitions in the in the calendar year. That's uh, that's pretty substantial. And wish you could, wish. I wonder if you could talk about that a little bit. What the uh, ethos is behind those, and what that tells us about what's going to be happening next at Regnology?
1: Yeah, you. If if you look at the businesses we operate in. They're fairly fragmented. Historically, there's been, for example, in reg reporting, quite a few national champions in the tax reporting business. Um, uh, We've bought businesses from the big four. We're a scale player. There's plenty of subscale businesses in this space, and it's expensive to run a financial technology business that's serving a global footprint. We're fortunate that we've got um, global distribution. And so for many of the subscale players out there, you know, it, it it works out better for them to combine with us and take advantage of our global distribution. So I think, the you know, the future for us is oh, oh, the, the next couple of years, you're gonna see further geographic expansion. And, and as I said before, significant, uh, you know, significant move. Uh, or if not com- fairly complete move of our customer base to the
0: cloud. And when you talk about geographic expansion, which regions are, are we specifically targeting? So his,
1: if you look at the three businesses we've got, reg reporting is historically a Europe, largely a European business. Um, tax reporting is global. Supervisory collections is global. On the reg reporting side, we've hired teams in Singapore and a team in the U.S., so we'll be building out, we'll launch our first products for the US and Canada later this year, and we'll be um, building out the Asian business as well. But I think the US and Canada in particular is very
0: exciting. North America. I, I, I know it well, and that's that's great to see you guys there. And uh, this was a really interesting conversation, Rob. Thank you very much for your time today. I appreciate it. Um, listeners and viewers, if you'd like to learn more about Regnology, you can visit their, we- their website at regnology.net. Again, to sign up for the conference, that's regtech-convention.com. And if you'd like to learn more about Forefront, uh, you can visit us at Forefrontcoms, that's dot com. So thank you very much again, Rob, for joining us today. And thanks very much to all of you for watching and listening.